Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. start a new life for themselves there, close to the grandeur of the mountains. Before the trip was over, however, it had become apparent that, had it not been for an incident of paranormal intervention along the way, they might never have made it to their destination. Or, for that matter, they might not have even lived to speak of the hardships that they endured during their journey. It was winter, and a blizzard raged. The young husband knew that the drive would be difficult and tension-filled. In preparation for what would no doubt be an endurance test for both his emotional control and his driving skills, he pulled into a service station. He stood shivering besides the gas jockey as the man added antifreeze to the run-down car's radiator, perhaps just to make conversation, or perhaps of genuine concern for the little family's well-being, the attendant pointed out a motel not far from where they stood. He added that in his opinion, the storm was not one to attempt the drive through With the cockiness of youth, the husband thanked the man, but got back into his car and headed out on the highway to continue the drive. Just minutes later, he noted with relief that both his wife and their baby had fallen asleep. Now at least, he'd only have the poor driving conditions to concentrate on. The man settled in for a long and stressful night behind the wheel. As he drove, the storm worsened. Visibility was reduced to nearly nile. Hoping that some extra illumination would help him to see through the sheets of falling snow, the man switched his headlights to their high beams. The change only made the situation worse by increasing the amount reflected 
from the falling snow. He quickly went back to the regular headlight setting, but even just that short period of time, the forest city of the storm had picked up considerably. The car's heater had seemingly become less effective. Was it just a result of the rapidly dropping temperatures? He wondered, or was it something malfunctioning? There was no time now to dwell on such rhetorical questions. The intensity of the storm had worsened. He was driving almost blind. In a desperate attempt to do something to help himself to get through this ordeal, the now frightened man decided to change his tactics. If the visibility was decreased with the high beams shining, then possibly he was then possibly he'd be able to see at least a little further if he turned off his headlights entirely. There was improvement, but not enough to make up for the additional danger that another vehicle on the road would now have absolutely no chance to see his car. In a last-ditch attempt to gain some view of the road ahead, he rolled down his car window and stuck his head out. The wind that had been shaking his car mercilessly now whipped grunnels of cutting snow at his face. In a perverse way, he welcomed the pain. It seemed a suitable punishment for not having had the sense to stop for the night. Progress was excruciatingly slow, and the man had no idea whether he was in his own lane, in the center of the highway, or possibly even in the oncoming lane. Quickly checking his watch, he took some comfort in the fact that it was now a little past two in the morning. The time, combined with the road conditions, made it unlikely that there would be any other traffic. Suddenly, the old and overworked engine gave out, something that approximated a cough. The car shuddered, wakening the man's wife, and then glided to a halt. The two stared at each other helplessly. Neither knew anything about cars, but they did realize that there was little chance that they would live through the night unless something changed, and quickly. The man pulled his jacket around him, got out, and made his way to the front of the car. He lifted the hood and stared uncomprehendably into the engine compartment until the severe wind and snow drove him to close the hood and get back inside the vehicle. His wife had pulled more blankets around herself and the baby before drifting back to sleep. What a blessing, he thought as he listened to their sleep-induced deep breaths. If we're all going to die out here tonight, at least let it be painless in our sleep. He closed his eyes, preparing to succumb to the inevitable hypothermia. When he felt more, more than heard, the hood of his car being raised, he actually thought that he was hallucinating, or at the very least, dreaming. Stranger still, his eyes, when he opened them, seemed to confirm what his other senses had told him. The hood of the car was definitely up. Concluding that the wind must have sprung the latch, he groggily got out of the car to close it. There, leaning over into the engine compartment, was a shadowy figure. As he moved closer to the image, he could hear through the howling wind, the sound of a screwdriver against metal. The shape that had been hunched over the front of the car strained up and spoke to the terrified young man. He told the driver to try starting the car up once again. Wondering whether he was dealing with a dream or reality, the man did as he had been told. 
the engine coughed twice before firing. With tears of relief and joy coursing down his cheeks, the grateful young husband and father got back out of his car to thank the kind stranger, but the man was gone. There was nothing and no one in front of his now idling car. No person, no vehicle, not even any tire tracks. The young man stared blankly at a solitary set of footprints in the snow, his own. Stunned, he got back into his car and drove slowly through the storm until they reached the safety of the first building that they came to, a roadside diner. The man pulled his car into the parking lot. He never anticipated appreciating food and shelter quite so deeply. The relieved young wife and mother thanked her brave husband for having managed to repair the car and get them all to safety. He took the praise without argument, not to maintain her incorrect evaluation of his abilities, but because he knew the truth would only traumatize her further. By now, he knew that they had just been recipients of supernatural roadside assistance.